Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. It's the first Saturday of the month, so it's the Jesus Labor of Love weekend. Free car repair for single moms and widows and families across the country. We always highlight that the first Saturday of the month. But also today, service drive drama. It's going to cost me how much to fix my car, and it's going to take me how many days? Well, ladies, we have a very special treat for you today. We have Sally's service solution herself. Sally Whitesell is here with us to help us with this service drive drama with tips for both men and women. Uh, Sally is a service drive veteran and has been training service advisors for really over 18 years. Welcome, Sally. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun to be able to give customers and the consumers the advice that they need to make the service drive experience go smoother. Most of my focus has been on the advisors, so it's going to be nice to be on the opposite end of the of the game here today. I'm looking forward to it. Well, as a, as a trainer, Sally, what percentage would you say of, of, of customers that come in are ladies? Because that's a big challenge for the service drive people that you're training is they are trying to figure out how to relate to and how to, to make sure they communicate well with the ladies. What, per- yes, what, what percentage do you think that is? Um, the last statistics that I saw, it was over 60%. So uh, the, by far the majority. It's actually getting up high in the 60%. So I, I think probably in the next decade we'll be looking at over 70%. And there's a lot of reasons for that. It, was, it could be that uh, the women still average less working hours in the week, even though we don't feel like it because we still do the majority of work around the household. That's right. But that gives us more time to take the car Good in. point, yeah. Um, yeah, and then a lot of women are staying single longer. The average marriage age is 27, or it used to be 23, and before that, uh, 19. So things have changed over the past few decades. And uh, also, you know, we end up single quite often later in life because a, a woman's lifespan is, is longer. So there's a lot of times in our life that we're going to be solely responsible for the vehicle. That's right. There's a lot of widows, and, and we had Miriam Niff uh, with the Widow Connection on here a few weeks ago talking about that. So we have got a lot of tips for you ladies and all listeners today on how to save money and as well as, you know, how to get the communication straight, which is always a, a big issue because the enemy is really seeking to take out communications. I mean, that's what Satan's really good at. He creates chaos. And one of the ways he does that is simply put, he takes out communication. So today we're going to share a few strategies on how you can make sure you got clear communication and trust between you and the folks that service your vehicle. And hopefully this will make your life easier, but also help you to be a light Shining for other people out there. Now, it's a great day for you to call in, ladies. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. If you've got a tip, we would, I mean, if you have a question, we'd love to hear your question. But also, if you got a way that you think people should um, help or an idea that would help people save money on the service drive, you call us with that idea to share the wealth. 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four, and then we have our Christian insurance guy, Bill Mixon, here with us. As always, on the first Saturday of the month, Bill, what have you got for us? 
In the United States, we've averaged losing one law enforcement officer a month to roadside accidents. And because of this, a piece of legislation has gone around the United States called a pullover law. We've found that most states have adopted this new law, but only 70% of drivers report knowing anything about it. So I thought we might talk about the pullover law. The pullover law. We might save you a ticket today, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. But as always, if you have those insurance questions, Bill loves when I do this. If you have adjuster fluster, policy predicaments, premium pretense, (laughs) you call Bill, 866-348-348. 7884. And then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Well, just as the enemy is seeking to take out communications and create chaos in the service drive, well, chances are Satan is doing the same thing within your family, uh, your job, and I will bet he's hard at work in your church. (laughs) Who... You know, who in, who do you know in your family or in your situation is no longer talking with whom? And you see confusion quickly follows. Well, the first thing we need to do about that is to recognize that we have a spiritual battle at hand. And just like an enemy bombing raid on our satellite station, the enemy is seeking to take out your communications. So it may take an airstrike in order to drive back those bombers. So what firepower do you have at your disposal to come up against such an airstrike? And I get to share that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. The Christian Car Guy show is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for, no debt. They, watching folks go into debt year after year was one of the main reasons we started this show to see that, wow, if, if you kept a car a little bit longer, what the resources could be for the kingdom would be phenomenal. So we like to teach about how you can take care of your car. And with tender, loving care, guess what? It lasts as long as you do. Cars need to be safe and driven safely. If you wear your seatbelt and pull over, like Bill's going to talk about later, <laughs> and don't speed, uh, it's estimated that Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. That's a phenomenal statistic, but true. I show that to you statistically that there's a phenomenal amount of waste that goes on, but more importantly, it's a waste of human life because of the accident. So those are things we talk about here on the show. But today we are talking service drive drama or service drive dilemmas. What a great day for you to call in with those questions. 866-348-7884, or perhaps you have a tip for other listeners that has saved you money in dealing with service, you call and share 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. We're going to get an update from one of our Labor Love guys coming up in the next segment. And as always, all this information is at the website. If you go to christiancarguy.com, you're going to see all about the Jesus Labor Love. That's free car repair for single moms and widows across the country, the repair outlets that are involved in it, what you need to do in order if you have a crisis or you know of a crisis, how can you get help? It's all there at christiancarguy.com. You just see the Jesus Labor Love. There's a, a, a big picture there of a mom in crisis, and you can click on that and find out all about that. Of course, we have the information today on Service Drive Solutions and a link to Sally Service Solutions. If you want to get up with her, she wrote a wonderful book about the words that, that need to be used when, when dealing with service departments. And uh, so all of 
about Sally and Service Solutions there. Of course, we always have our Ask an Expert page. So if you got a question for Bill, you weren't able to get on the air today, you got a question for me, or you got a question for one of our oil experts or any of our guys, you can go to the Ask an Expert page there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as you got all the podcasts, previous shows, and you want to find out about any of that information, uh, it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now, getting back to Sally, uh, what a neat job you have. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you, you walk into a place and, and they're like, Sally, how do we deal with these ladies? They're driving us crazy. Or how does it go? <laughs> well, you, well, you have it. <laughs> no, it's not so much that the lady customers drive them crazy. As a matter of fact, quite often service advisors will share with me that they prefer to work with female clients because they tend to give them more detail. Um, the, the trick is getting in the service advisor trained to the point where they make a woman comfortable enough to open up and give those details because they're so critical in getting their car repaired and and managing the expectations on both ends, from the advisor and from and from the customer. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, the women customers can, can be either really afraid, and so they don't give any details at all, or, or just the opposite. They get, go above and beyond. And I have never heard a technician say, I cannot fix that car because she gave me too much information. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, details are good, and that will be one of the things I want to really talk about today. Um, yeah, that, that brings up a wonderful point, and and in that, in my uh, time in a service drive, that one of the difficult things you deal with with a man coming in as opposed to a woman is they want to diagnose the problem before you ever talk to them. So they come in and they say, "Replace my water pump." Well, right, and, and so you just replace their water pump. You don't realize that there was a leak that they were concerned about, and when they replaced the water pump, it didn't fix the leak. Because the real complaint was that there was a leak. Because men have a tendency to give you the diagnosis and give you the repair rather than allow the, the doctor, so to speak, to do the diagnosis. So with ladies, the good news is they're not going to come in and do that. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the ways that, that you advise the service advisors to, 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 to get out some of those details? Well, uh, we, we work quite a bit on, on listening skills. Um, but, you know, there's a big difference in the way men and women communicate, and that's, that's one of the things that I spend a lot of my time on. And, and we want to make the women know that they are appreciated on the drive. Uh, too often, service advisors get in a big hurry and they rush them in and out, and I think that's doing everyone a disservice. Well, Sally, so, I hate to interrupt you because you're on a roll, but we got to go to a break. <laughs> we are going to be talking a lot more with Sally Whitesell on Service Drive Solutions. we got Brian with the Labor Love. He's going to be on with us here shortly. So much Christian Car Guy show coming up, so stay tuned. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy show. Today we are talking service drive drama. It's going to cost how much to fix my car and how long is it going to take? How can we communicate better with the people that service our cars? How can we communicate and and save money in in being able to share the right information? There's no doubt a lot of information that's available on that subject. We've got Sally Whitesell today with us, and uh, she is with Sally Service Solution. We're excited to hear a lot more from her. But also, it is the Jesus Labor Love Saturday free car repair for single moms and widows, families in crisis across the country. And we've got Brian Dettel here from Utah. He's going to be with us here in just a moment. And, of course, 
as always, on the first Saturday of the month. We have our Christian insurance guy, Bill Mixon, a nationwide agent here in the Winston-Salem area, and he's going to be sharing about this new pullover law and what you may need to know save you a big ticket, $250, or more importantly, maybe save somebody's life because as many as two um, uh, emergency respondents die a month in those type of accidents. So we've got a lot of information coming at you, and that's always found at christiancarguy.com as well as podcasts or previous show and all sorts of information there. Well, Sally, I know I cut you off right in mid-sentence there, and I hated to do that because you were in the middle of a really important point um, about how we can draw more information out of ladies or how you feel like the ladies could give details. Right, right. Well, what I, what I was um, talking about is the fact that you need to find, first of all, a, a service advisor that you feel really takes the time to listen to what you have to say. If they're cutting you off or jumping to conclusions based on a little bit of information, you you may not have the right person in front of you. You need someone that's going to give you good eye contact, listen carefully, take notes about what you say, and make you feel confident that they are going to be able to get your problem taken care of. Now, from the consumer's perspective, they need to come in there with a, a good, concise list of what they're noticing going on with their car and, and be able to let the, the um, service advisor know exactly what's happening, when it's happening, how long it's been happening, and if it's happening right now. Uh, one point I want to make is, is that if you bring a vehicle in because of an issue that you've had two or three weeks ago and it's not happening now, there's a really good chance that they won't be able to duplicate the concern. And this is a big issue in our industry. Uh, people think that we have all these wonderful diagnostic computers, and so everything is going to be stored in the car. And even though that is true in a few components, it's simply not true for everything. So having a good, concise list of when, where, and what will help your advisor immensely when they're figuring out what they're going to do to the car to get rid of your issues. Yeah, just like when you go to the doctor, you need a list of those questions that you don't want to forget to ask. It's a great idea to go ahead and make that kind of list uh, before you see your service advisor because of, of things that you want to make sure or you know, maybe it's a discussion that you and your, your spouse may have before you go to make sure he gets all those questions answered that she, or she has all those questions answered that you may need to know. Now, we do have Brian Dettel here. He is our Jesus Labor Love representative in Salt Lake City. Well, actually, you're at West Desert Auto Repair. What city are you in, Brian? Well, my wife and I moved from uh, Dugway Proving Ground to Tooele, but my shop's in Eagle Mountain. Well, Brian, I know you're listening in on this conversation, and although we more than appreciate um, the volunteer work you do for single moms, widows, families in crisis there in that area for us, but I'm interested in your insight, you know, and I know from experience of, of, of dealing with some of the ladies that you deal with that you're one of those guys who apparently listens quite intently, but, but what are some things you might think about, Brian, that would, would be a good on, along these lines? Well, just like she said, you know, there's a lot of people that come in and, and, and say that, you know, this is the problem, fix it, when, uh, you know, they don't know really or nobody's looked at it to, to give a, a thorough diagnostic on it. Yeah, it's it's difficult when they don't allow you to do the diagnosis and when you replace something and then it doesn't fix the problem, that, yeah. that costs yeah. money. And so yeah, then, then, then you become the jerk. 
rather <laughs> with you. But it's kind of like going into the doctor and saying, well, I think I need brain surgery, doc. I'm <laughs> I think it's time. And, of course, if you met me, uh, that would be an immediate conclusion, I'm sure. Right, Brian? <laughs> oh, come on. I don't agree with that. <laughs> but anyway, That's Brian. Big. He knows you better. <laughs> give us an update on uh, what you may have had happening up there with, with this ministry. And tell us, give some insight on what you feel about how God's working through the Jesus labor love. Well, it's it's great. I mean, as far as the the women, it's actually been kind of slow, actually, and it's um, um, I don't know why that is. And but I, I had another one of my ladies return uh, the other day, and it's it's kind of weird where it's like uh, I get a call saying, "Hey, we need help," and then and then I try to try to make arrangements to to look, get the vehicle and stuff, and and uh, it can't get it. It's not available. So. Um, just because of conflict either in my schedule or her schedule and, and that thing happened, but you know, it's great that, um, I just love like everybody else, you know, we're just, uh, uh, um, people trying to help other, other people, you know, the guys doing the program and I just, uh, glad to be part of it. And I'd, like I said, uh, earlier before in another program, I'd like to see this thing kind of turn into a, a mentoring kind of thing and get the younger guys involved and, you know, kind of help out and things like that. Yeah, that was a great idea that you had, Brian, is if you're sitting out there and you're thinking, gee, I'd like to do that, but I don't know that much about car repair. I'd like to learn more about car repair. Guess what? These guys that are listed at the Jesus Labor Love at ChristianCarGuy.com, you can see all these Christian men that are running repair centers across the country. And the people that are signed up here and the reason that their logos are there is because these guys want to help single moms and widows. And if you feel like you would like to learn, Brian and, and people like him would love to hear from you, would love to have you come alongside them and help them with that kind of thing. Um, all you need to do is contact them or you can email me. It's all there at christiancarguy.com. Again, we would love to uh, provide you with, with some of that information. Brian, God bless you. I appreciate you so much out there, West Desert, Desert Auto in the uh, Salt Lake City area. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Robbie. God bless you. All right, well, we got a, we got some people out there that need to know about this pullover law, Bill. It's a scary situation. 24 well, uh, people, uh, 24 of these respondents dying possibly in a year right now? That, yeah, well, that's come down as the laws come into force. Uh, but at the height, that's what uh, encouraged people to jump into this legislation. I don't know how often the listeners have been driving down the road and there was an ambulance or a fire engine or a police car in their rear view mirror. Have you noticed that a lot of people don't pull over and stop? Well, quite frankly, I didn't realize that I was supposed to pull over and stop. I usually pulled over as far as I could to one side and kept rolling. That's a $250 fine. I didn't know that if the officer was coming toward me in the other lane and it was a two-lane road that I had to pull over and stop but that's a $250 fine if I were to have an accident when I wasn't stopped while that was happening then it'd be a $500 fine plus court costs plus insurance problems there are other interesting parts to this legislation one is that you can't follow one of those vehicles within 400 feet without being in violation of one of those laws. Another is in this law, you can't run over a fire hose. There's a $250 oh, wow. fine. And if you got a question, 
for Bill or for Sally. We, we're going to go to a break here in a second, but we need you to call us with your question, your comment, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. we got a lot more service drive drama coming at you. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Today we're talking service drive drama. How can you keep it back? How can you get clear communication between you and your service advisor? How can you um, maximize your service dollars so you know to make sure that you are keeping up with your car and what it needs and not paying for stuff it doesn't need, all those kind of things. So it's a great day for you to call in if you have those questions, especially you ladies, because we have Sally... Whitesell here with us, Sally Service Solutions, and we'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in, 866-34-TRUTH. Or if you've got an insurance question for Bill, and of course he's talking about, he's going to finish up here in a little bit about this pullover law. We're going to get to that, but getting back to Sally. Uh, Sally, one of the things that has been a in the news a lot and people talk a lot about is is service people selling you stuff you don't need. Now, obviously, that pe- puts people's ears up, their antennas are coming up. And, and well, how do you tr- teach your service people to make sure that they get a, a clear understanding in that area? Well, it, it, first of all, what's needed is, is kind of controversial these days. Uh, there seems to be a race between auto manufacturers to make the least, the, the most maintenance-free car. Um, in that, they're taking the intervals out further and further and taking away services that we've been doing to our cars for years. Some of it isn't needed as often because we have higher quality oil and, and uh, the, the cars are so much more efficient than they used to be. But some of it is really being minimized by the manufacturers, and I still think they're beneficial services. So the way to make sure that you feel confident that they're selling you things you need is to make your or service advisor, First of all, feel very, very comfortable in communicating with you by you communicating with them, as we were talking about a moment ago, uh, letting them finish their statements. Sometimes we, we cut them off before we let them finish enough to validate what they're trying to sell. And we need to not think about this as them trying to just sell us things, but listen to why they're recommending something. There's a big difference there. Uh, we all tend to cut off salespeople sometimes, and they may have a valid point, and we never let them get to it. But when they do try to sell you services, you want to be sure that you understand completely why. Like if they're, if they're trying to sell you a filter, let them show you the dirty filter. If they're trying to sell you a fluid exchange, um, look at that brake fluid. Tell them, let them show you what it's supposed to look like. But don't always go exactly by your owner's manual because I don't know how much time I have here, but I was going to share for a moment the stipulations in the owner's manual for their recommendations, um, and that is, the normal conditions in which an owner manual, owner's manual's recommendations would follow would be if you never tow, you never have extensive idling, you never are in a temperature below 32 degrees, you never drive less than 10 miles at one time, <laughs> uh, 50% of your driving in warm weather is over 50 miles an hour, there's never salt or chemicals on the road, no off-road driving, no high humidity, and no mountains. So even grandma's car in the garage would be considered severe driving. <laughs> and and that's a great point, Sally. And a lot of folks don't realize that that what they they are trying to do in in that part of the owner's manual is sell you on the idea that their car does not need a lot of service, 
and they're trying to sell cars by the fact that their car it needs less service than the normal car. And by doing that, they've changed the word severe to mean normal. Right. Absolutely. And it's, it's really very misleading. But like you said, it sells cars because people think, well, this is almost maintenance-free, so I'm going to go ahead and invest in this vehicle. But by being maintenance-free, you may be investing in another vehicle much sooner than you want to. <laughs> and, and, and the interesting thing to me is you, you have – you go to – a lot of folks say, well, I don't want to go back to the dealer because the dealer's so expensive. And uh, <laughs> there's an issue there that I think people don't realize is that dealer – so, you know, they are seeing, if you drive a Toyota Camry, they, they've seen 47,000 Toyota Camrys in the last few days where the, the, the independents don't see near as many of that same model. And so when you come in with, you know, say a, a, a town and country minivan and it has 130,000 miles on it, those guys in the Chrysler place know exactly what 130,000 mile Toyota minivan is liable to have happen if you don't do the repair. So those are things to consider, too, don't you think, Sally? I do, I do. I mean, I've been into a lot of um, shops, you know, outside the dealership that have done a great job, but there's just no denying that when it comes to a particular brand, they know their brand better than anyone else. I mean, the technicians constantly have to train to keep their certifications, and they, like you said, see that same vehicle over and over again, so they're very familiar with things that may be um, a problem that, that they've dealt with on, on multiple vehicles if there's you know a concern with one particular area of the vehicle they've probably already fixed it at, you know maybe a hundred times <laughs> and yeah, every I, car I had... has its little little ups and downs and sometimes issues because we are still dealing with machines i had that so. very issue this week where i had a listener send me an email on a very specific issue that was with a catalytic converter on a car and i tried two or three independents trying you know trying to have some help on the situation because i didn't have it and then i did know somebody that worked at the, at the brand of car that, that, that the email had come from. And he immediately, before he could, I could hardly finish the sentence, oh, I've had six of those in the last three weeks, and right. this, it needs this, 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 and this. And, and so, you know, that's, that's one of the things, and quite often um, in dealing with the manufacturer, they know where their recalls are and their bulletins, and they may be able to get help from you from the factory that the independents may not be aware of is available under that situation. Right. If you are, if you do go to a dealership and have your your car taken care of, they keep all of the records, so that if something unusual happens, maybe even after your warranty is is slightly out, they'll go to bat for you with those records. So um, I I don't want to bash small shops because I've had some exceptional service recently at, at a couple small shops. I actually broke down in front of one a few weeks ago and had to go to one, and I was really impressed. But there is some expertise and some additional resources that come with going into a dealership. Yeah, and I think it, and I use a small shop almost exclusively now for Old Red, which is my 95 Dodge Dakota. But I know that these people are very, very familiar with the product. They know exactly what's going on with it. And over a period of time, you develop this relationship, right, Sally? Oh, the relationship's everything. If you find somebody and you develop that relationship and you trust them, then stick with it. Because it never hurts to check the Better Business Bureau on both the dealership and on the independent. Great And point. to do a little bit of internet search to see if there are a lot of complaints out there for either. But you got exceptional on both sides. There you go. Well, Bill, since you here you go. We, we've got people that aren't pulling over, and they could be getting tickets. we got to help them out. That's 
Right, and, and he makes a great point. You do have exceptional on both sides. I've been to dealerships before, unfortunately, that, and my mom just had an experience with one that, uh, in her local area that she gave them three chances, and every time they mishandled her. So, um, and, and it was more about communication than the actual repair itself. But yeah, that's sad, too. <laughs> it's equally important. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. Well, well, Bill, we do have to get a little more clarity on this law because we want to make sure we, we pull over when we need to pull over on this pullover law. There, there are two other points that we want to make in most of the legislation. You're not allowed to pull over and stop if you see one of these situations with a service vehicle, an officer, a police, within a 1,000 feet if they're in operation. The other thing is you've got to move as far out of the line of traffic as you can. So if you're coming up and there's a, a stopped police car or a fire truck or a service truck or a truck doing uh, anything that's got a flashing light on it on the right side of the road, you've got to move over as far as you can away from them and go by them slowly to keep from being in violation with this law. They all make sense, and I'm going to do better, I promise. <laughs> You're going to do better. Well, Sally... I, you know, you've been thinking about this interview because one of the cool things is I met Sally at the Automotive Super Conference, which was Christians that had come in from all over the country um, to share automotive information uh, that work in car dealerships and do training and, and, and folks like myself and Sally. And that's where I met you. But And we've talked about this interview for a while. I was wondering, what was the, some of the things that God laid on your heart that you want to make sure you had a chance to share today? Um. Let's see. The, the main thing today is, is don't ever go, don't go into any automotive facility assuming that they're going to rip you off or they're bad guys. Unfortunately, I see an awful lot of advisors uh, treated poorly by the customer just because of, of the, the media, really, what the media does. I mean, think about 2020 and shows like that. They'll find one dishonest person, and all of the rest of us, you know, tend to pay for that dishonest person. There's a lot of really good, hardworking people, just like the people that were at the Automotive Super Conference in this business, that want to help you. But we have to give them the opportunity. It, it's really a responsibility on both sides. Unfortunately, the training only comes to the advisors on their side, whereas the customers, uh, if they would know to come in there with their defenses down just a little bit, but yet awareness and great information to share, it could just be a much more smooth, process and we could develop those relationships like you were just talking about that you have with with your technician and your repair facility so right, it doesn't it. have to be chaos it's just all about communication love and respect and and first corinthians 13 says that very it says mm -hmm. that love always hope it always expect you look for the best in people and they often find it mm -hmm. um if you look for the worst unfortunately you know that's the kind of thing that's that jumps out at you but when you go in there think these people, they woke up this morning just like you did with an idea of, I want to go in and help somebody with their service on their car. They really do. That's what they, they have to. It's a tough job. They have to have a passion for it to be there. And I, my hat's off to them because I did it for a while. And I, before I started selling cars, I worked a service lane. And, and you're in the business of telling people what they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear it's going to take two weeks to get my car fixed. They don't want to hear it's going to cost me a bunch of money. And so it's, it's, you're in sort of a negative atmosphere to begin with when you're in, in that as, as a service advisor. And so it takes a really upbeat um, attitude to be able to combat these folks who are disappointed. And, and that's a big issue. 
is how can we make sure that that we don't get surprises because that's where people get upset is oh man i didn't know it was going to cost this much or i didn't know it was going to be that much time so how would you ask uh, tell people to set their expectation let their service advisor know they have constraints as far as time and money because so many people do want to wait or they don't have the money to fix stuff yeah that's something you need to be right up front with and let them know if you have these constraints quite often they'll have answers for you um there's a lot of places that offer alternate transportation, whether it be in the form of a shuttle dri- driver that can take you where you need to be. I always recommend that if you can leave the car, leave it. I mean, why keep yourself in that stressful situation of just waiting to hear the news? <laughs> you know, go about your day if it's at all possible. And then, of course, the money. If the money is an issue, they, they need to know what your limitations are. Um, but then on the other side, the customers need to know that, again, we're, we're working on a machine. And they they are going to tell you what it takes to repair it. And sometimes you got to weigh the pros and cons. You know, the, the only other choice would be: do you want to trade it in or get a new car, or do you want to invest in this car and keep it on the road? Um, many of them have uh, also like charge card options or payment options, which may be a question that you ask as well, especially if you are in the dealership atmosphere. Yeah, and and one of the things that um, I think is is really important to understand is. If you've got a noise or a squeak or a rattle or something like that, there's no substitute for getting that service advisor or the the person who's doing the repair work to ride with you if it's a strange something so they can actually hear what it is that you're experiencing because they have no way of knowing if they've actually repaired the car, if they never heard the noise or they never experienced the rumble or whatever it is that you're feeling. So a, a lot of times I recommend to customers, if possible, Get them to ride with you so that they, they can experience what you're experiencing, and that's the way that they can figure out then because that service advisor you're talking to has to go back to a technician, to a mechanic, and say, okay, the customer told me it's doing this. Well, if the customer told me it's doing that, then, then you've got two people now assuming that they know what that is. But right. if, if you can actually have the service advisor hear it or experience it and then go ride with a mechanic to hear it and experience it. Now everybody's exactly on the same page. Communication is in place. Cars are going to get fixed that way. Uh, it's funny. I just had this conversation with a technician that's been in the business for years, and he said he can't tell me how many times he's got into a car to drive it to fix the noise, and he hears a completely different noise than what the customer was hearing, and he fixes the wrong thing. <laughs> so, right. and so It might, really might have been the more important noise to get fixed. Than, yeah. than the one that you were thinking about. Well, we got to move into our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And as we've been talking, just as the enemy seeks to take out communication, create chaos in the service drive, chances are Satan is also doing the same within your family, your job. And I'll bet you he's even working on your church. And when you think about that, who in your your job is no longer talking to whom? And you can see where the confusion quickly follows. So how can we come against this? Uh, how can we, uh, what resources that are at our disposal to, to fight off these attacks from Satan, from these, these attacks from the enemy? Well, I, I'm sure that everybody realizes that this is a spiritual battle, so it's going to take some spiritual firepower. And one of those things you've got at your disposal is prayer. And, and of course, you've got the whole armor, and then you've got this thing called community. 
and we're going to talk about community. We're going to talk about Isaiah 42. We've got all sorts of resources that we want to talk about in this communication battle. So you stay tuned as we're going to finish up our appraisal by the Real Black Book coming up in the last segment of the Christian Car Guy Show. Stay tuned. He makes all things new. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Today we've been talking about service drive drama and a lot of the communication errors that happen as a result of how the enemy comes in to confuse and and break off communications. And we've been so blessed to have Sally Weitzel here with us with Sally Service Solution and our good friend Bill Mixon. And when we left at that break, we were in the middle of our appraisal by the Real Black Book, where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment. Before I get back into that, though, let me mention that all this information is at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as podcasts, all our previous shows, and all sorts of articles on all sorts of information, just like the stuff we've been talking about today. It's all at ChristianCarGuy.com and links to Sally's website. You can ask any of our experts. You can go there. If you've got a question you weren't able to get on the air today, you can go there and email any of us that are normally on the show um, with something that you may have. But we were talking about, now, if I'm at this battle in the service drive is one thing, but if I'm in this battle in my family, if I'm in this battle at church, you know, and Satan's in there trying to disrupt communication. And so if you were in a war, you know, what's the first thing the enemy does? They go, they knock out the communications. Well, guess what? Satan does very similarly in our families, in our churches. And so how do we come up against this? Well, it is, number one, do we, do we realize it's a spiritual battle? And how are you going to fight a spiritual battle if you're not using spiritual tools, which would be prayer? And one of the big assets that we have is our community, your Sunday school class, your men's group, the people that you hang out with, the people are close. Can you call in an airstrike at 2 in the morning when you're really in trouble and you know that the enemy is afoot? Do you have a way to go ahead and, and accommodate that? So that's one thing that, that for sure is there. But this week I was studying Isaiah 42, and I came across this. And as I looked at this passage, I was wondering who the you was. It's a, he uses the pronoun you, but as I read this, think about who's the you in this passage. It's Isaiah 42, 6 and 7. It says, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness, and I will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison house. Now, let me give you a story. This week, I was with my daughter and some folks at dinner, and I had to leave real quickly, and it wasn't about 20 minutes later, she came back, and or it, she came home, and she was in tears. She was screaming and crying. And I was like, Mariah, my 12-year-old, you know, 13-year-old, what's going on? What's going on? They kept telling me to shut up. They didn't want to hear from me. And, and she was so, I mean, she was really, really upset. And I, I had left a few minutes before and everything was fine. Next thing I know, my daughter's terribly upset. Well, based on this passage and based on what I knew immediately, why were these people that were obviously not Satan. This was the enemy. The enemy was trying to get my daughter to be quiet. They knew, I mean, the enemy knew that my daughter has God's glory. He reflects him. And so Satan is coming against her. So I was able to 
say, Mariah, I guess let's let a light, shine a little light. What's a little truth here? Those people aren't the enemy because she's like, I'm never going to talk to them again. <laughs> right? Satan would love to take out communications. Well, that, that isn't the answer. The battle is against flesh and not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces in high places. I said, right now, Mariah, unfortunately, these folks were Satan's mouthpiece because Satan's trying to get you to hide. But the answer is not to make an agreement with Satan that I'm not going to talk to these people again. The, 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 the thing to do is to say, okay, the, Satan's a, aware that I'm a person and he's worried about my communication. And so I got to come against that enemy. And so by you being the person in this passage that shines light in a situation like that, you know, here's an opportunity for you to bring light in the darkness, whether that's in the service drive in your church or within your family. Sally, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your insight. What, what a great ministry you have. Well, we may have lost Sally there in the beginning, but we do thank you, Bill Mixon, for being with us, our Christian insurance guy. Always a pleasure, Robbie. Thank you. It was amazing. And we want to thank you, the listener, because without you, we wouldn't have a Christian Car Guy show. So we thank you for tuning in. We would certainly ask you to go to ChristianCarGuy.com there and find out more about the Jesus Labor Love Program, free car repair for single moms and widows. We highlight it the first Saturday of every month. We need all kind of prayer volunteers because prayer is a big this, this is obviously opposed by Satan as well, so we need your prayers. We also need folks to do the repairs, and if you know somebody in crisis, you can find out all about that at ChristianCarGuy.com, right? And we certainly would commend you to slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And think about the you in Isaiah 42, 6 and 7. Go back and read that maybe this week and think about who is the you the Lord was going to talk about. He was going to hold your hand. He's going to keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open the blinds, to bring out the prisoners from prison. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show.